Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Who's on Top with Tanner and Billy. Uh, Tanner. What's up, Billy? Do we still love the title? I mean, just because it's not a mystery to us anymore doesn't mean that's we have true. to love it I, any yeah, less. That's, I think Guys, again, keep listening until the season finale. Uh, we will one day answer that question for you, I promise. How do we decide when it's the end of the season? Once we're like, ooh, now the family drama is like... Just whenever the writers tell us they don't have another episode. That's on, true. Yeah. Once one of us gets thrown down the elevator shaft or some shit. Well, you know who could ride down the shaft a little better than I can? Only a little? <laughs> I, no, I would really destroy good. you out yeah. there. No, I'll be honest. My man, he's good at what he does. Don't get me wrong. He's <laughs> Listen, and it's not... Tan, Tanner and I obviously haven't had sex, but I do make him watch everything before I post it to my OnlyFans, so he, he does know. He is an authority on the topic. Billy and I were telling bro stories before this, and his exact Bro's. words were, don't get me wrong, I'm a bottom... But I'm usually the one making it all happen, doing all the work. And I was just like, hell yeah, Billy, you fucking get after it. Down there. Heat it's a rises, leg if you know what I mean. You know yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's biology. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Tanner, I, um, I'm going to tell you and our audience something uh, that I don't talk about a lot because it makes me feel a little bit weird and I never know how someone's going to respond to it in the comedy scene. But, uh, and I think that you can... You know, uh, attest to this a little bit. Billy, you talk to your ass all the time, and you bet your ass I can attest to it. No, yeah, that checks out. That, that check, yeah, yeah, the math there is solid. My dad's a teacher. Was. <laughs> your dad is uh, contains multitudes. My dad ended up a math teacher. He started out in social studies, and they were like, you're not allowed to do this. After he tried to convert all of the students to being libertarians, <laughs> his entire class was anti-government in a public school. And they were like, yeah, may- maybe he's not the social studies guy. That, uh, we, we you know, it's funny it. because he's only like um, fiscally racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very fiscally racist. Did I, I think I m- he's a fiscal have, bigot. He's a figot. I may have told you. <laughs> oh, damn, you're on one right now. I, well, I'm not allowed to say that. But well, I told because he's poor. (laughs) (laughs) I told this to Billy off pod once, but a story or just a thing my dad told me when I was really young, when the whole gay marriage thing was still being voted on. The whole gay marriage thing. My uh, yeah, that that whole thing, that whole shenanigans. You know, that's really how he sums it up in his head too. Oh yeah, Yeah. that whole gay marriage, the funny business, all those yeah, all that fancy problems. (laughs) (laughs) That stuff that we're okay with now. (laughs) Just okay though. (laughs) But no, my dad said that he wasn't for gay marriage at the time and i was like why like we're not religious or anything like that and he's like well when you're married you get some tax breaks and well that money has to come from somewhere and i don't want another penny coming out of my wallet so he was literally so so broke or no so cheap he's against gay marriage so he's a frugal figure yes so literally fiscally racist as you said he's like anybody that's trying to take my money uh, yeah, an old school gun that you, it takes a while to load him up, but man, once he loads. It's funny because he was, uh, let's say, uh, uh, jovially anti Semitic. Uh, still uh, not just as a juvenile. No, I know, but what's funny is he acts like the he acts like the archetype of the kind of like caricature version of a televised or movie Jewish person in old timey days would act. He is the thing that he doesn't like about the world. My dad is the man that Woody Allen always wanted to be. All right, never mind. I thought it was good. <laughs> I think if you are actively. Um, 
Oh shit, he got me too. Never mind, never mind. I forgot about all that that portion oh, of it. I was got, just thinking about the movie. He got me thirtyed. Me he thirtyed. was yeah. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that like his daughter? Or no, his daughter. Step, is no, it was. Yeah, it was his step. Like it was adopted stepdaughter. stepdaughter. Yeah. But yes, he met that his wife. Now he met her when she was ten, and he was a fully grown adult man. Yeah. You know. There's some things that I just don't think I'm supposed to have any more comments on. Like when I bring up Woody Allen, you could just say like, uh, I think a good thing for you here would be like, that's gross. Fuck Woody Allen. Probably gross. Fuck Woody Allen. Easy peasy. Just like that funny though. You know, I kind of wanted to take an angle of the like, well, all right, never mind. Yeah, we're we're gonna. You I don't want to edit that much. Do you want to know? (laughs) Do you want to know what uh, the most disturbing line in any movie is for me? I I think about it every day of my life, and I mean it when I say every day. Okay. I love the movie True Lies. I'm a big Jamie Lee Curtis fan. It's the only thing that James Cameron has ever done that I think is really brilliant. Avatar. Uh, <laughs> Avatar. Pass. Come on. I I I I loved it. I loved that it so much. That scene with the tails. I loved it too. God, it's so easy. It's just a wired inner. It's AOL startup. That's what sex is for Avatar. <laughs> while they're fucking. Yeah. It's just like dances wolves. There's a porno uh, picture downloading from the bottom up. That's where your foot fetish comes from. You're like, oh, look at these toes. Uh, my didn't mom's you say that one time? Soon. Wasn't that like a thing for you where you were like, I, I want to say, didn't we talk about a premise of we a joke? We talked about that as, I thought about it as you a premise. You've got to fucking do, do that. It's so no, smart. All right. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Okay. So the movie line though. In this movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a used car salesman in quote marks, but he's actually a government How spy. How weird would it be if you showed up to buy a used car and a dude built like Arnold Schwarzenegger is selling you the used car? Weird's like, oh, a funny word normal. that you this use is, there. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is a porno. Yeah, like, where is That's like best case scenario. I'll take two Ford Focuses. <laughs> thank you. Like, no, I, w- I need you to take me to the back you room and talk boats? me up I on this I would love price. to see you on the open sea. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I anyway, so he does that, but he's actually a spy. But at one point, his fake life co-worker, played by Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Uh, Bill Paxton was the main guy in Twister, if you're not name familiar with him. Uh, they do that. Uh, they go on a drive, and he's describing seeing his wife, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, played by Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. And he says, oh, she's great. She's a little nerdy. She's a little, you know, uh, she's, she's quiet, but got an ass like a 10-year-old boy. No. That is the line in the blockbuster hit $300 million earned domestically for this movie, and no one ever talks about it. What does it mean to have an ass like a 10-year-old boy, and what does it mean about Bill Paxton's alpha male character that that is his reference point for a great adult female ass? Okay, in this movie... I just remembered, I think, seeing this as a kid with my family on, like, an Inside get the, in the chopper edition or some shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. So at some point, Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger like, kind of hook up, or she dances well, for him while he's sitting down in a in chair. It, but yes, yes. Right? She he's, thinks he's she's, on, down she in a chair. she's a spy, and he is actually one. This is where I became an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. I was like seven years old. They were interviewing him after the commercial of this scene, and they were like, what did you think of this? And he's like, well, I would love if they actually had these robots. It would be great. You come home from work, and... Your your woman, she just dances and she's all sexy for you. That that's all I want a woman to be. just dance and be the sexy for me. And at Arnold that point, I was impression. like, I was se- yeah, no, I'm not an impression guy, but I was seven years old though, and I was like, now don't get me wrong, this is misogynistic, this is bad, but I like how simple of a man he is. I'm just like, this is all it takes to make me happy. Just dance for me. Babe. I actually think it's a bit progressive if he said that he wanted a robot to do it. Here's why. 
I think it's actually I think if you're being if you're thoughtful of a woman as an equal in your she in your whatever, you go do whatever you want. Yeah. A robot could do this yeah. and then boom. A robot could do the yeah, those things you do with your career? This robot could never do those. Okay, well I want to be very clear that I have a respect for uh anyone who's an erotic or any kind of dancer, but if a robot could mechanically perform a strip tease for a dude, maybe that's I mean who who's booking that gig? You know, if you're great at being an erotic dancer, is a party of one really the ideal thing? <laughs> he was a used car salesman slash spy in that movie. I don't think he had enough like expendable m income totally to like really uh, afford somebody to give up a Tuesday even for that. I just love that like he had a publicist go over those answers to the questions with him, and he was like, "Yeah, that, that's that's you. That's that's kind of what the people want out of you." Could have been. I have a lot of respect for erotic dancers or just dancers in general. Again, one of my first failed stand-up premises was first field <laughs> i hate when a, i think it's the same as hold when it man, closer to your mouth i think it's the same when a man talking about my dick is watching Sorry, the nfl and he's like oh if i didn't hurt my ankle i would have been out there or whatever but he's like peewee football like i was so good all that shit i think it's the same as when a woman like tweets something like why am i studying for this test i could just go be a stripper have you seen how talented those women are out there they're up there like doing 360s upside down like twerking wearing see-through leather boots and like you're telling me that some other girl is like see flunking. through leather. Walk yeah, I go me to, through I go the sun. I go to some fun strip clubs. <laughs> we live in Portland, dude. There's a lot of good shit here. <laughs> I like that you assume that I am just. It's just a matter of me making the time to get out there and see it. That's like I'm it going is. to those yeah, clubs. Billy's real close-minded. Although like, I will say, okay, watching. Uh, uh, it, it is a, a simple numbers game. It's just not as fun to watch male strippers. Even if you're looking for male strippers, female strippers are a lot better to see do what they're doing because it literally they have one more article of clothing that's exciting to take off. With dudes, they get up there in a thong. And it's like, okay, you better save this up for like the big show. Mm-hmm. But like with ladies, like you get like an even split of bra or or and then panties. You know, you get like the both. And it's like, whoa, we're at the halfway mark. With 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 male strippers, it's just like, is he gonna be one of those guys that picks up a ten dollar bill with his dick and then uh, like slides up in a way that it sticks between the dick and the balls? Yeah. Or is he not? Okay, well, no, I saw that at, this, at that trap show I was at where they had the male strippers on stage. I was like, I saw that move a bunch. I mean, yeah, I was like... Tanner described that night as a sexual awakening for him, <laughs> yeah. so I love that we're talking about and this. I was literally just about to say, I wasn't even like going for any women that night. I was just kind of watching, enjoying the music, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have fun with my friends tonight. And Maybe watch, get Eiffel Towered if the mood feels yeah, right. <laughs> watch a stripper take some poppers and pick up bills with his cock. I'm like, that's interesting. I didn't even know there was a slit there. Love Italians. Take it easy. The cockle Put it in the little cockle douche. The dinner. All right. All right, Billy. Wait, so you had an intro you wanted to get to, right? <laughs> I think, oh, uh, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, Tanner, I want to talk about uh, something that happened to me this week, uh, and I want us to both to talk about our experience with it. I bombed. I bombed Ooh. on a show. Um, I had, it was a big, big day for me. I did a total of, I think over 50 minutes of comedy cause I had two pride shows and then I went to a show in independence and the pride shows went pretty Let's well for me. I'm not proud of that independence show. I <laughs> am not. I'm a July thirder. Uh, uh, <laughs> hide your kids. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did those two and then I went to, from Eugene to independence and I was confident when I got up there, like that was the thing. It had been a tough crowd period, uh, but I really thought like, oh, I've got this. I'm not even worried. And it was 
I didn't want to. I didn't they know. Could I didn't you know were what too to do. Cocky. They're like, oh, he thought he was just gonna have us. It could have been thought that just because our town is named Independence. See, that- I would say that, but I had two or three laughs throughout, and my biggest one came right away. It was, uh, it was right at the top of my set, which was good. I was happy, but it was the I'm a gay. Uh, where I say that. But I, what I did with this one specifically is usually I say after my first line there, I say, you know, I talk about it as if it's a memory, and I say, uh, I try to find a dude that's uncomfortable when I say that. This time I didn't. This time I spoke directly to a man in the audience who looked uncomfortable when I said it, did and you see the that thing with got them? laughs. Okay, good. I uh, the grinder one of like, did I? Do you and I match? Did it? <laughs> I uh, let's I, just do each other's bits on that. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know what? We we should at some point do something like the weekend update bit where we write each other a joke and make the other make say the other one do it. That yeah. would be fun. You've I do given love those that. to me before for mics and I've used it at shows. It was like that's that's yeah. You really did kicking and screaming. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Then I was like, yeah, I've changed it since then because I need it to be mine. I had a comic once come up to me. He's like, we should change bits for shows, and I would just looked at this guy and I was like, ah. Uh, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? If you, if you, you, you and I did that, would that. be like you uh, buying your clothes at Walmart and saying we should both go to Goodwill and donate stuff. We when <laughs> I, I bought these at a store where everyone wears shoes. He's one of those comics who's a really nice guy. You know, anybody asks about the guy, like he's so nice. You know that <laughs> when somebody says like, "How funny is he?" You say he's a really, really nice, nice guy. guy. You hang out with him, just really heartfelt. Kind of like when people well. ask about like how big your dick is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a really nice Same guy. Like, well, he's really funny. He does he does comedy, which is nice. Okay, not big, but he knows it. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> I love a self aware man. That shit always gets to me. All right, dude. I went to watermelon. I mean, I went to Safeway today. Don't get me wrong. This isn't going to be a bad story. I could see Billy's face. No, no, no. We're only white people involved in this story. Just, oh, I thought that's why your face was like that. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. That this was the panic. Fine. Yeah, I was like, don't worry. Don't worry. This is Turn on more lights. I'll get yeah. scared. <laughs> All right. So I walked into Safeway. Like always, I have my headphones in. I don't want to talk to anybody. And this woman comes up to me, just starts screaming at me with my headphones on. And I just tried to pretend I couldn't hear her. And... I could hear what she was saying. She's like, could you come help me pick up a watermelon? And so I was like, oh, okay. Like she was, she was like an older woman. I was Were you like, the yeah, only I'll, I'll two people in that entire store? What? Were you the only two people no, in that so entire that's the thing. store? That's, it was a little bit How old was the woman? Talk about her. I, if I were to guess, which I didn't ask because that'd be rude, but 63. Okay. And <laughs> a quarter. Interesting. <laughs> Go on. And then as I got closer to the watermelons, I saw she had what appeared to be her husband over there. And I couldn't hear what she was saying because I still had my headphones in. So I took it out. And I could just hear going my husband over here and I was like oh is he not gonna grab it for you or whatever and she's like well I've asked him to grab so many and then they keep being the wrong ones so he said he wouldn't grab it for me anymore so she already had one in her cart and she's like we have to take that one out and get the correct one over here and I was just like oh my god there were people like in a circle watching laughing at us at this point and I was like for the bit I'm gonna keep going did you think do you think she thought you worked there maybe no were no, you I wearing, wearing an out top, I was wearing this no 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 Okay, but then though her husband was looking at me like, yeah, she's asked me to pick up every damn watermelon over here, and it's getting embarrassing. Everyone's laughing at me picking up all these damn watermelons over here. Leave her. And exactly. Okay, don't worry. The story mo- the story goes on. Oh. So I pick up the watermelon that she pointed at, and she goes, oh, what the hell? That's the wrong one now. Dale, did you move the watermelons while I was gone? <laughs> and she was like, he always does this. He scrambles the watermelons when I leave, so I won't come back and know which watermelon's the right one, which is just the fucking funniest goddamn thing. You can tell this guy's been married to her for so long. He's like, I only have one way of getting back to her. I scramble the watermelons like it's a memory card game. I'm like, is this really the rabbit over here? Is this the duck over here? And sh- she got the wrong one. 
And so then she I don't know anything about what Dale looks like, but I would suck the living life out of him. Just I an would. ugly old white and couple. It, typical. I don't give a just shit. A miserable that is my looking, favorite thing. It's That's so, so petty. It's just a miserable couple. They you can look at each other. Each they other. hate. They both have shit growing out of the back of their necks. Just like <laughs> not even. They haven't tried to be attractive in you know laughing dude. They Gross. haven't tried to be attractive in years. Shit you can tell growing out of the back the, of their the, sho- the shoes that they're like kind of wearing like fat feet just popping out the sides and shit. Oh, just yeah, like there's no. foot fat on the floor. The way this woman is lo- like. And anyway, though, so she finally finds the watermelon that she wants me to get for her. And so despite I, Dale's best efforts. Despite, yeah, as he's yelling at me in my other ear. Don't get me wrong, the music is paused at this point. I'm like, don't get me wrong. Love, love don't, Mazzy Star, but hold up. This shit. Don't get me wrong. Ass. No one's wearing pants in the story yeah. at this point. <laughs> like maybe if Mazzy Star's foot fat was on the side of the ground. <laughs> okay, so then, though, I change out the watermelons after they've been arguing about him changing it around. He's like, no, I didn't do it. And he laughs to me behind her back. I was like, hell yeah. And so then I pick up the watermelon, and he's like, no, don't do it. She always does this. Now she'll be controlling you, too. And then she did. She was like, actually, I think it might be this watermelon. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I got to go do my own thing. Have a nice day. I just put my headphones in and walked away. And I turned around, and I could see them still yelling at each other. <laughs> they ended up just walking away from each other in the produce out. I'll, I end up checking for out the last time. getting what I, I want need. them to be happy. Yeah, I end up checking out getting what I need. It was just the man going out first. I had my headphones on, and he just took off out of the parking lot. He just walked away, and the, the woman Dale. was definitely still in there. I think they broke up here. Like, I think this was legitimately the end of it all. And, like, I, I, I'm happy to be a part of it. You know, coming in, getting the watermelons, just pushing this both of them over the top. And me, too. All I, they didn't even have the limes. I wanted to go to Safeway to get some limes for our tequila, and they don't have any limes. What is tequila out of season? I mean, what, why the hell are there I don't no know limes? How, I don't know how in the world you managed to not get a watermelon after that. If it's worth all that, like, we should be eating it more. No, dude. Apparently, if you and I eat watermelon, we'll be arguing at Safeway, you and I will, about which watermelon to get. And then you'll be going to pick up some good-looking young man in a tank top. I'll be scrambling the watermelons behind you. And when they come back, I'll be like, he always does this. As- he'll ask you to pick up all the watermelons. And you'll be like, Dale. <laughs> Trust me, he's still going to say that it doesn't smell good enough to eat. We so. should just go do this as a bit at this Safeway tomorrow in the produce department. I was just going to say, I bet it's just like performance artists. Yeah, if you were probably on a prank show. If there's one, no, trust me. They, these were real Americans. I know or them when I see them. I know them when I see them. You saw my family. I know some real Americans when I see them. I like that you say that. He knows some real, go on. But, dude, I think if you and I were to just recreate this as the old couple in there tomorrow, if there's even one employee or shopper who was in there yesterday, we're going to get like a dying on the floor laugh. It, if you ever uh, have a wife, and that I mean big if, but uh, if if that happens <laughs> <Big> for you, <laughs> I think the only scenario where it's gonna work out is if your wife likes me more than you, which I do think is likely. But uh, yeah, I think it would it will need to be because I think even after you get married, even if you have kids, I am still going to be who you expect to do wife like things with. Yeah, no, well, like. It's just more fun to do girlfriend activities with you. I'm like, well, Billy's hilarious. Like, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Girls are funny, too. I'm not, not saying that, but it's like. <sighs> girls are tough go for that. Women. <laughs> we're not supposed to say women comics anymore. People get mad at me for that. Could have just said women. That's Okay, dude. I watched uh, Training Day yesterday. And they, used, they said a lot of stuff that they could not say anymore. But they kept saying female cop and just talking. Of, oh, my God. But, man, love Denzel. D- Denzel is just a hell of an actor. What is your favorite Denzel movie? Uh, the Preacher's Wife with Whitney Houston. All right. That's a good one. No, it's not. But it was for me. All right. 
my favorite Denzel movie would be the one where he is on cocaine flying the airplane upside down. Flight. Okay, and that's not really, but that's my funny answer. Real answer would be Fences, but that's not funny. That's just like, Real, oh, that's just like a You know what? I just watched his newest one that he got nominated for an Oscar for, The Tragedy of Macbeth, from just one of the oh, Coen brothers. Really good. Uh, one of the Coen, was it the funny one or the serious one? It's because Ethan. Very, I, don't I don't know which one. It, yeah, I'm like, Ethan, He's are you the, the one funny who's one? married to Francis McDormand, but who was fucking incredible in it. But those two, so, so as great. a pair, oh my gosh. Did okay. you watch her shit in a bucket? In that Nomadland movie, I'm like, Nomadland yeah. was good, but man, how many scenes is Francis just gonna shit in a bucket? Like, we get how real Amazon is. We we get it. Jeff Bezos sucks. Did we need the close up? That's yeah, all. I'm... Like, like, do we need the sound effect? Do we need the sound guy really going in there amping that one but up for me to get that Bezos sucks? But it's not actually the sound of her pooping. She has to on the can be like. <laughs> No, she's a real Make actress. The, she's like, you better not edit this out. Like, we're I'm doing this for real. This one is cinema take. verite. One I don't take. know if you're familiar. Yeah, it's almost on the par with Sylvester Stallone going, Re- really hit me in this one, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, really hit me, Drago. <laughs> that's a pretty decent Stallone. I know that's the only one I can do because I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, glad that bite, Sylvester you bite your tongue and talk. <laughs> I'm glad that Sylvester Stallone has never moved toward the Arnold Schwarzenegger route of doing like a tradition, like jingle all the way, like just a regular old nothing family film. Cop. I think Sylvester sweet actually. Now that I, as soon as I said it's it, was like well, that movie kicks ass. That movie is awesome. The the, sh- the fire sprinklers going off at the end, Spencer. he's shooting, getting the. F- Wait, what'd you say? The Sylvester sprinklers? Stallone never plays a regular guy. He never ever. plays around ever. He can't. And he knows it about himself. He would never blend into a neighborhood and just be like, oh, I bet this guy has the regular amount of stuff going on. To be fair, Schwarzenegger plays a cop from the future who's a robot. (laughs) No, Schwarzenegger plays uh, just a a dad who's (laughs) a regular old dude in Jingle All the Way. Huh? Terminator. Yeah, he's a dad, a regular old dude. (laughs) uh, Just like my dad. (laughs) No, but yeah, I think uh, I like that about Stallone. You like that about him? All right. One thing that we needed to bring up here, producer Kaylin, we were going to have her back this week. We were so damn excited. Oh, do you hey, think we could call we her? We love you, Kaylin. I would love to. Before that, let's let's pee and pause. But man, Kaylin. We'll do she, oh, yeah. No, we are allowed you to say this. Mine. She told me we could say this. She's got some kidney stones. She pissed him out yesterday. She's doing better now, but she's all hopped up on loony drugs right now. So she, she can't be here. But hey, we all love Kaylin. Send her your, your love and support. I had sex with an ex-husband of my friends one time, and it was the, you guessed it, first time he'd ever had sex with a guy, and we were talking <laughs> about kidney stones because I had recently recovered from such. Now, he said, Billy's what you call a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to open doors. That's yeah, all I... The problem <laughs> brought Billy on stage. Like, a guy like this ever asks you to go to a glory hole? Uh, it's not just educational, all right? I'm sorry that you said dare and I jumped. He uh, wants to set the church back eight years. <laughs> churches have evolved a lot if that was a burn. Okay, but real quick. I had sex with this guy, and after, he s- we were talking about kidney stones, and he said, I just... It's so much easier for women, you know, because they don't have to squeeze it out of such a small place. And I said, do you think that the pain of a kidney stone happens like upon initial exit? Also, do you know where women pee from? And it was a pretty telling thing, like just to be like, oh, I'm so glad that my friend divorced you. <laughs> I wanted to laugh more at both of these, but I was like, oh, I thought the guy had a point. Like I was like, that. no, yeah, <laughs> no, the, the urethras are woman, the same size in both. But hey, I've always heard about the two two pee thing. I always thought that was like an urban myth. I was like, that's like the extra knee muscle thing. I'm like, no, no, that's no, that's not a. I like that this information is not a puzzle. In fact, you can just look it up real quick with a Google search, and you're like, I guess we'll just leave well, it up to the urban legends of the of lore. 
more about where ladies pee. What do you think happens pee? when I Google vagina? What what do you, what do you think are the next things well, going I know on in it's my not, bedroom? You learn something. No, well, <laughs> just from exit polls from ladies that come out of there. Don't get me wrong. I try to learn some things. Oh, you could do that. And then later with the real woman, she's like, you can't. No, that's a, that was something. It's you just saw hard to find once. nuance in your performance in there because it's yeah. like forty five seconds is a sprint. I every was like, time. no. According to James Cameron, you and I can put our tails together. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> you don't and have a tail. Like Gross. Get out of here. And then we'll be able to fly a magic horse. I, I thought that's what was happening. I like here. that you're gonna judge me when you don't have something that literally every cat does. But okay. <laughs> don't you hate when a woman doesn't take acid? Don't you hate when a woman doesn't have a tail? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy, we're going to pause. pause. We're going to call producer Kaylin on Calling her. on whatever drug she's on because she's going to be able to feed a little bit fun. Folks, we'll be right back. And then I got it recording again. See, so Billy just asked. He's like, were we, were we recording throughout all that? I was like, no, but I'm ready to. And then I turned off the recording button. I was like, right back in it, baby. We're ready to go. It would do that turn off at 10 minutes shit again. But we're ready, folks. Turn off the big. Oh, no, that's not the big light. Never mind. We're yeah. good. We we tried to call Kaylin. We called and texted her. She is so hopped up on them goddamn pain meds, which, hey, good do- good job, doctors. After she passes a couple stones, like like the type of stones that only King Arthur could pull a sword out of. To, you know, like she was passing some boulders. She had kidney boulders fr- fr- from what I heard. Yeah, no. And you know what's funny is she looks like the type. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like Randy like Marsh with his rock. big balls in South Park when he wants cancer so he can get free wheat. Yeah, he's got like four foot balls. That would be Kaylin passing kidney stones. Um. Not that hey, I, I'm sure you're doing lovely, Kaylin. We want to we want to just be real clear. If you're not, if you don't have a visual of what Kaylin uh, looks like, uh, let me just tell you, uh, total smoke show. Uh, absolutely. Uh, there, the when I say uh, looks like she would pass boulders for kidney stones, I mean because she can tackle anything. Uh, she's used to passing people. Uh, yeah, she has like a real pr- professional job. She's like That's a the winner. only reason she's missed episodes. Billy and I seem like the professional ones because we're here. <laughs> she she's once like sent us it. a job offer with a six-figure yeah. <laughs> offer. Just casually like, hey, Not they want me to six. come there. It was like close to 200. Like she, it was like oh, a yeah, lot no, it was of close to, and oh, she was well, literally, Let's not say, I but. Know, yeah, that's why I said not a real, but she was literally then too like, eh, I'm staying in my current job. She's like, she, this no, doesn't she made it, it was a joke gig. to her. The whole thing, the, and she, the like, offer. she like goes to hospitals helping kids and shit. And then Billy and I are here like, anyway, she's passing stone so big. King Arthur, come on, fucking get gravitational pull around those. <laughs> She's a fucking globetrotter, too. Every time we talk to her, she is in a different state doing a different thing for work and for pleasure. She, like, splits it 50-50. You can Complete tell the pleasure boss. part, by the way. She gets kidney stones. Like, yeah, she's, she's having fun on those trips, the too. Mo- I think I get most of the confidence that I have in this podcast being something that's enjoyable by her involvement in it. Because it's like, this woman is busy all the time. She drives a very impressive car. Uh, and what sh- kind of car? Is- I've never seen it. It's a Porsche. Kaylin drives a Porsche. Yes, Kaylin drives a Porsche. Jesus. Listen, I want all the listening audience to know, just in case you're inquiring, we are going to clear with Kaylin all of the stuff we're talking about here before we post this. So while if you hear this, tonight, while you she's will. On morphine tonight, I'm like, Kaylin, we can tell every how much money do Tanner. You of course, Kaylin, while she's we... on drugs, you know I am and, a man that does not refuse address? an opportunity. Do you know how many dudes would stalk the shit out of it? We just put her address out. It would be funny. Okay, right. Tanner, uh, tell me, tell me the thing that you wanted to tell me. What was your uh, what was your thing you wanted to bring up? Oh, the first the yeah, one your sentence first. I had. 
It was the thing about Kalen having kidney stones. Oh, oh, I well, great. To get Good to job, Arthur. Joke. I was like, I think this is kind of funny. I That's think funny. I got a little. <laughs> <laughs> I had no Damn idea. It, now you're just getting to the great the behind the, the programming back here. I'm like, oh, I got nothing else. I told you I had one sentence. <laughs> I am bone dry over I literally, here. Did I not? Before we started recording, I was like, I have one sentence. Then I hope you can take over. And I, I did more than a sentence. We're three minutes in, and Billy's like, Tanner, do you have that uh, that sentence? I'm glad you did more than that. It was a great. That was a great. Some yeah. sentences. You, know, you hired me for a little guest spot on the opening there. I'm like, hey, I'm not featuring here tonight. You figure this shit out, <laughs> Mr. Host. Oh, even when you're the host. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah, Billy's oh, the real talent here. I'm just we, trying to guide. I'm trying to organize Billy's talent here. All right, I got one. I got one. Well, I still have my thing too. So, uh, oh, we'll just go ahead know and do, do your there. stupid ass thing, and then uh, we'll we'll get to some good stuff. Oh man! No, no, I'm not. I don't mean that. I, no, I, I know. Told Can a I just tell you about some watermelon? I have another long story. So you, you go ahead and get to. It's your turn. It's okay. your turn. Wonderful. I love when it is my turn. Okay. All right. So maybe Billy's gonna bomb, and I should talk about. <laughs> I do that now. Oh, it was so hard. It uh, killed if me. You, if you bomb, you might be Billy in Independence. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be Billy in a homophobic town that Turns doesn't really out. understand what he's doing out there. Do you know what somebody said when I said I was gay the first time? They were like, set? no shit. For uh, real? <laughs> there was a lady who was sitting right like to the left of center, and she had like a- Are you a, sure it wasn't right of center? I think this is important. Yeah, I do, too, <laughs> and I want to be sure, and I am remembering, and I am sure. It's not like the first so 10 minutes threw of this a podcast. Shoe, right I, rem- I know. You could go three-quarter over the top throwing a shoe at this woman. I it- could have lifted up a watermelon and tossed it to her, I think, and mm-hmm. she could have caught it- the thing Safely. is, that woman's husband also probably kind of lifted it up and tossed it to her, but he was just over lifting watermelons because this woman. Made it's him funny because they were a bit of war about my set. Uh, oh, uh, I just so told they could. Billy I was out of pen ink and I'm just pulling fresh pens out of my out of my fresh couch pens. Right that was here. completely it clear. Was Hold that up. I know. Again. I'm like, it's funnier though if it's full. And where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm running out of pen ink. I write so much. I'm bragging. It's funny that you uh, were fighting for a laugh out of an empty canister of pen ink, but I appreciate. I want to make everything you. funny. Everything got to be yeah, funny. I mean, come on. Okay. Um, I don't 100% remember the thing that I had to bring up. And what's crazy is I was like, don't worry, go ahead with your thing. Mine is locked and loaded. I said exactly that, and I don't remember at all okay. what I was going to talk about. So I've got one. Yeah, go ahead. All right, folks. I'm going to let you get to know me a little bit here. Get, we're going to have get to know Tanner time, which people have told me, friends I've had for years who've listened to the podcast, are like, I know you so much better after listening to two episodes than just like actually knowing you. And I'm like, well, how often do you actually give me the, the freedom to just sit down and talk for a half hour? Right? Like all half the time people are like, Tanner, your jokes are dumb. You're stupid. My mom doesn't want to hear you talk about gay people anymore. Can you, can you just move on from this? And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, go to cats or something. I don't know. You guys like cats, <laughs> but all right. Anyway. So when I was a senior in high school, all of my friends. I love that your mom's like, don't talk about gay stuff. People don't like it from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> my mom and sister. And then they're both like, and you're not know. gay, right? But if you and Billy are, ha- no, then that totally changed. They met Billy and they went from like, you're not gay, are you, to Tanner, will you just admit it so you can be happy with Billy and the whole family can kind of move on? I 100% that they would not be excited about it, but they would be content with it. That's it would make my dad pro-gay marriage, though, if I was oh, like, dad, would. I want the tax breaks. It's, I mean, it would, <laughs> I think the most hurtful thing I could ever do do to you if you ever betray me on a kill bill level style like if that happens the thing i will do is like literally make your dad love me more than you look because i think it's attainable once when i was seven it's on my rewatch list right now i'm going through movies i watched a vendetta you understand a vendetta from context 
I watched Training Day last night. That was another one I last saw when I was eight. My dad made me leave during the naked Eva Mendez scenes. I was like, what the hell, dad? <laughs> like Today, uh, uh, Tanner told me about watching uh, Training Day last night. And today, so we he texts me and I text him at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And Tanner said, you're, you're definitely the white guy. You're not Denzel. <laughs> and I text him a joke version of me talking as Denzel. I said, <laughs> like, Denzel ain't Denzel. got nothing on me. <laughs> While he was saying, you're the white guy. Kong. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God. It was so funny. I was like, put cases on all you motherfuckers. (laughs) I am starting to believe in the white Christian God because of this stuff. You can tell it was written by white people because at the end, then they're like, and the whole hood went with the white cop. (laughs) Like, oh, all right. I mean, Ethan Hawke was fantastic in that movie. Really sick movie. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. Oh, we were talking about something from Training Day, and I think this was the thing I was thinking of before. When Denzel was flying that plane upside down on cocaine. Wait, and in that one, he wasn't fucking Eva Mendez, but who was the girl he was with that opening scene? It was another hot Hispanic. Denzel as a type. It was another really hot Hispanic woman in that movie, I like too. that you just think of him as Denzel Washington doing these things, not character play. What, you don't Denzel's think, got a type. You don't think Denzel has a little bit of say in who... I mean, you don't think he has a little bit of... Denzel I, I mean, Washington? most of the movies he's in, he's not a producer so probably i know he's not but that's like saying lebron james doesn't get to tell the front office who they should trade for i mean like you know he doesn't do sex scenes he won't do anything more than like a a brief makeout uh for sex scenes since jungle fever since that movie you know he was fully clothed in the scene where she was naked Mm -hmm. which i was bummed about i was like why can't we get i mean i mean i mean Never mind. I mean, so folks, this MIP story that uh, did you want to just have something else to relate to Denzel about, and you were like, maybe it's small. Well, then uh, next I was going to bring up fences, and I was going to like, talk about relatability. Uh, <laughs> uh, Great movie. All right, I did love fences. Wait, do you want do you want me to do my story, or your story? I don't know what my story. Oh, I remember. Mine's not a story. It's real quick. I uh, think Eva Mendez is one of the hottest women ever. I think she's fast um, too fast, too furious. I hope we <laughs> wouldn't be immediate friends because I would want to. Um, I kind of I would love to see if she would uh, ever want to uh, bone this guy. You think Eva Mendez no, would look at, at you and not no, think friendship? You, no, right, one in a million things. You are. She would immediately be like, "Oh my god, he's like my little brother." Even the like guy who older came, than her. the guy who came to Firkin. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but the guy who came to Firkin. Which one? You, my ex. My ex. Been, come on, come on. Just I know his name. Let me land this. Famous wide receiver name. I had an ex uh, uh, boyfriend come and see, well, visit me for a second at Firkin at the open mic this week. Visited. Tell oh, me, did he? Tell me oh, did how he? I want Tanner to be able to, I want to brag about this, but tell me how insanely hot and crazy bodied that guy was no i'll be honest at first when i saw you talking to this guy i was pumped because i was like nice i th- I thought he was into comedy and i was like i'm always looking for a guy i could like go play hoops with or go play some football with, you know something like that i'm like this guy for sure and then it was like oh he's here for billy not not that that means he couldn't you know go play some hoops or go, go toss the rock or for anything like that. i was actively uh and unsuccessfully flirting with a very well-respected comic at the time outside who had who was visiting and uh who was dazzling everyone he walked around to and i was trying to make an impression and i was not competing well and then oh you what do you mean you weren't making an impression oh. let's just say he made an impression on billy if you're like a sort of mattress you know what i mean? making a little impression <laughs> on that yeah if you like sif a little deep print Ooh. you know what i mean like when you put your mattress over the top of a dildo and then there's an imprint you go yeah to and you know yeah. why i got there 
because my ex came uh, uh, up, interrupted him. Oh, while Billy's he... ex sure as hell came. Yeah, he, he did. He sure as hell yeah, came. He did. <laughs> Billy almost got pregnant. Billy took Plan B the next morning. There was so much. Come. <laughs> you kidding me? Billy took that two baby plan would be B's. Plan A. That yeah. would be my first. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, how crazy was that? Not crazy at all. I found uh, it beautiful. Come on. I found Just it to be beautiful. Without knowing anything that you know that about me. That was insane. I saw the you disparity two the disparity between the two of us. Would you say that like... You're desperate would, between the two of you two. You're right. You're no, it's right. a one in a million. Or, or at least a one in 100,000. So you're saying there's a chance. Sure. It was Jim Carrey. And, yeah. <laughs> no one else needed Jim that. Carrey Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, everyone knows and, uh, that's him. Taking away my memories of my ex-girlfriend. I love and, you, uh, Philip Morris. <laughs> yeah, like, nice. We both... <laughs> In the mask. When he's like <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura 2. In 23. He's like, so you're saying there's a 20. He was a, the 20 oh, yeah. 20, 20, I forgot 20, he did a horror movie. Sucked. It was we so rented bad. it for Blockbuster because I loved eyeliner. Jim Carrey so much as a kid. And then we rented it. Even though my parents were like, I don't think you're going to like this. I was like, oh, I'm going to like this. Oh, and I was like, what you're are we counting not gonna stairs? Like this. What, like, this movie sucks, dude. Lame, yeah, Jim. It did su- and he's good at serious stuff, but horror was not, not the thing for him. Yeah. That was terrible. You know what I hated that Jim Carrey did? Huh? The Majestic. Never seen it. It's the most boring movie I've ever had to sit through in a theater. If there's one thing Jim Carrey shouldn't do, it's boring. Like, at least when he was Andy Kaufman, it's like, all right, this isn't boring. Like, he, he's it, fucking... It wasn't I boring, it. but it was just like... It, it was kind of an eye roll for me, but not boring. You're right. Uh, and he can do... showing that one to a woman on a first date. Being like, you want to watch a movie? And then putting on the story of Andy Kaufman, folks, it's Jim Carrey playing a comedian who, like, sets up tense on stage instead of telling jokes. So let's just say not many people from Tinder get it. I'm trying they to think if there's literally anyone who would actually listen it. to our podcast that doesn't know who Andy Kaufman is. That, Probably. Whatever. I'm just making sure that, yeah. I have a lot I have a lot of exes who are listening, which is very exciting for me. Thank you. I, Ooh, uh, I did this. Billy. On the hopes that that would happen, I, I want wish to I had stay. More exes. I should get more relationships. Yeah, you, you know should. What? I'm gonna say yes more. Yeah. I, I, hey, another another Jim Carrey movie. Yes, man. I've ever, I'm oh, I actually really saying, liked Yes, yeah, man. Really I also loved uh, Bruce I, Almighty. I love when they thought he was a terrorist just because he bought a flight to Kansas same day. Like no one buys a flight to Kansas in the same day, uh. and they're just questioning. You you said yes to us. Uh, speaking Russian, cla- what what the hell is this, Jim? They called him Jim in that scene. They messed up. They never caught it. Russian <laughs> is your standby. That's I would your... love if the editors never caught it. They just called him Jim in one scene. They're like, yep, that's Jim. That checks out. All right, so folks, I was it was high school. I really wanted to go to this concert in Corvallis where all my friends went to college. All my friends were going to this concert. My parents wisely told me not to go. They're like, Tanner, you're going to be stupid. I was like, no, <laughs> no way I'm going to be stupid. It's me. I'm Tanner. And then all of my friends were getting to go, so I dropped this one. I'll never forget it. So cold that I did this. I was like, you think you're the only good set of parents out of all my friends' parents? And then they, they still said no. I went to my room, just did a whole turnaround walk away. I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians at the time. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I know how to make a scene. I like that and you then, say that <laughs> as if it's, like, assumed by the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course I was, I was watching, watching well, KWK. Was watching. Yeah. And so then, though, the next day, my, uh, my sister comes down from – or no, my, my dad tells me that I can go to the concert after me dropping that line and me saying, no, I'll be good. You're not a, the only good parents. So I go to the concert. I uh, am smoking weed on campus while blacked out. Get an MIP. <laughs> Folks, we'll be right back. We have a little... little. Oh, yeah. This was the thing. This was the thing I was going to bring up earlier. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Tanner's going to finish his story in just one second. But I need to tell you, this week, a booker uh, uh, decided that he would ask me if he could post... 
as a poster for a show that I'm going to be doing with him, uh, a picture of me in a bath towel and shirtless that I posted as a shameless thirst trap on Instagram. And I could not say yes faster. I, it's one of the most flattering things. And I know it's a skin deep kind of an issue, but for me personally, if one person shows up at that show because of how I looked shirtless coming out of a shower, it's just a different box that I'll check off. Like skin I don't need it all the time. Interesting when it's all skin. Like yeah, we know it's skin deep. It was, a, it was a very long towel. When you get no shin action out of this picture. Billy told me the producer was going to use that as his like promo headshot. And Bragged I was like, about it. Oh, I'm it. so sorry. And Billy goes, no, I couldn't be happy. And we just, I was like, oh, I would be so. All right, back to the MIP story. So I gave my parents the whole thing of. Are you the only good parents out of all my friend group? You're not going to let me go. And then I go, and I'm smoking weed blacked out on campus. Get an MIP. <laughs> and then I am back out drinking later. A cop sees me, and they gave a description of me. I was dressed very red, very brightly. They knew who I was. I started running, or they just saw me running. You know what? I just realized just because I was running. If I had, I just not. But then beat them you ran back to the from dorms. Them? Another freshman who I didn't know because I was in high school at the time just let me into the dorms, beat the cops in, ran up to my place before they let the cops in. I was all in there, and boom, all, all good. No second MIP. Only one MIP on that trip. So like I said, Dad, I'm responsible. O- only one. You only found MIP. out about this because of a fine. Yeah. I'm responsible. And, yeah, exactly. I didn't tell them about it. Drove over for court. My truck broke down. Radiator exploded. Poured some water in it. It worked. We went to court. My parents never knew. I told them I was at work at Old Navy. They didn't know until the court I mailed another thing. Love that just you worked at Old Navy. They mailed like a thank you note from a wedding when they're like, thank you for coming. You're all good. Just so you know, none of this is on your record. And, they, and then my mom read that and she was actually like, well. He, he acted like an adult after smoking weed at Oregon State and being an idiot. Your that mom's a cool girl. My mom was on my side. She's like, Ross, he's, he, he got it off his record. And then I was all good. Went to Oregon State. Had a good time. And all that for a fucking Macklemore concert. Isn't oh, that yeah. right? That Macklemore. sucks about you. Before Thrift Shop, though, he was still doing the real shit. That, never mind. Which is crazy because like you saw a worse version of Macklemore than the rest of the world. And it was still something you decided to say yes to. Luckily, I don't remember a a single beat of music. <laughs> the best I wasn't on acid at all. They so. did that annual show at Oregon State. My senior year, it was T-Pain. Is the headliner. He came out, dude. He just I hear he's really the nice. of a hundred songs. They never did verses because all he ever did is featuring T-Pain on the chorus. Because T-Pain so, doesn't have breaks. Fun. Have you seen him as a performer? He's a dynamic guy. Also, he has a lovely voice that I'm surprised is always auto-tuned. And he wears a magician hat that I'm disappointed he didn't pull a rabbit out of. I'm like, that's literally ways. It's like writers say, if you put a gun in Act 1, you better fire it neck to him like you having that magician hat you better pull a goddamn animal out of it you know what i bet alec baldwin regrets taking that advice (laughs) i bet he'll be like you know what i have an idea maybe we can just like say not a blanket statement always like generalizations are dangerous virus blanket statement right that's like all right all right any closing thoughts, Billy? Yeah, no, I have so many, actually. Just responses to your story that you told. That was, what are your thoughts? Yeah, okay, what are your first, thoughts? First thought first. Uh, uh, oh, God, what was it? Oh, did, uh, here, just tell me. Oh, Old Thank Navy. You. Yeah, Old Navy. No, it was your I job and you were bad at it. Eight hours? If you ever questioned your sexuality, it was right then. It was when you had the initial if. acceptance of... <laughs> Taking a job or possibly, and I suspect, Reaching wanting out. a job at Old Navy, and then you were bad at it. Like, that could be... That, I think Couldn't that... fold a damn shirt, folks. I think Just you'd have to it. suck more dicks than try to fold shirts to figure out whether or not you could be a potentially gay. They said the proper way to hang up a shirt is with the clothes hanger in a question mark. 
I'm like, I don't ask anyone questions when I talk, all right? I, I'm out here making goddamn statements. I'm a man. <laughs> oh, Not, I was me to too, baby. though, <laughs> is the thing. Yeah. No, the difference is... I had to ask a coworker for a ride to a gas station. I was like, hey, you ever, you ever just run out of gas? Or, you know, just Old Navy things, dude. The day I started working at Target, I folded a shirt with a T-shirt folder for the first time, and I bought one on my second shift so that I would always be able to have precision folding. That's why you're not gay. Like, a gay would not have accepted, I am bad at folding shirts. A gay would have been like, oh, I have a challenge that I will get through in 12 hours. Can you tell all this to my family? Like, and Tanner's not gay because he did not buy the t-shirt folder. Well, if It's like <laughs> a judge ruling. This is Judge Mathis just slamming the goddamn gavel. My dad's like, that's business right there. That's I'd, real. I'd be able to sell that better if, like, every time you left the room when we were there, you didn't softly kiss me on the cheek. What do you want I, me to do? Harshly kiss you on the <laughs> cheek? You said you didn't like that, Billy. I got to softly do it <laughs> firmly grasp it <laughs> i want this man to know i mean it yeah it was, so that's why you do it softly because that's how you know i'm like i'm holding back <laughs> i want to do a little more but I, i'm holding back bilbo i'm gay but i'm still like i don't get hard for anything <laughs> i'm a nice kind of gay I <laughs> <laughs> oh if i hated you i would be like explain <laughs> all right folks billy said that they should do a, this exclaimer on podcast I'm an ally. I didn't mean that. Just so you guys all know, I, I'm on I'm on the right side of history. Lo- love going to those pride parades. Um, See, isn't that bad? We're gonna have to cut that, right? We're like, you shouldn't do that in podcast. No, actually. it is the way it's you did bad. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I uh, I will let you know that Tanner has been a great ally. Uh, if I am having a hard time finishing or I cramp up in a forearm. <laughs> He is I'll the first there. Like, Give me your forearm, bro. I'll stretch. It's like he's pitching a game. Th- throwing oh, too many on. We can be like, honest. It's I'll a thin it. food service level glove, like one of those little plastic ones. That he just needs the tiniest the bit. Because I want to feel the man. Otherwise, how am I supposed to service his muscles? You got uh, uh, okay. like to. We need to train to wrap this he's, up. He'll hoit your point in it. He'll hoit your point in it. It's Mr. T. All right. Yeah, I always go to a Sylvester Stallone. All right. The prosecution rests. I have nothing further. Folks, thank you for listening. You've all been lovely, unless Billy wants to say anything else. I'm the Mariska Haggerty for our SVU. Who the hell is that?